After years on the road, Timmy parked the van and picked up the mic to bring you this podcast that features interviews with people from hardcore to hair metal. This is Talk To Me with your host, Joshua Toomey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk To Me, episode 47. And on this episode, I speak to Madam Mayhem. And not only Madam Mayhem, but Goji, Percy, and Billy, all from her band. So yes, let's get to some sponsors so we can get to our show. You know, guys, I went to see Mushroom Head tonight with opening bands, uh, Sumo Psycho and Madam Mayhem. And I wore my puck hockey gear tonight, and I got so many compliments on my puck hockey shirts. I let them know that they can go to puckhockey.com, and that's P-U-C-K-H-C-K-Y.com. Check out all their great items over there. They got their Dave Ellison stuff, their Tom Hazard stuff, their Marion Hosa stuff. Make sure to go and check them out like I told the people tonight at the concert. Also, use Talk at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Yes, that's Talk, T-A-L-K, at checkout for 10% off your entire order. The Talk To Me podcast is also brought to you by the Talk To Me t-shirt. Head on over to Amazon.com, search out the Talk To Me podcast, and get yourself a Talk To Me t-shirt. They come in men's sizes, women's sizes, and even kids' sizes, so you can outfit the entire family in Talk To Me tees. They are only $20 and free shipping with Amazon Prime, so head on over there now and get a Talk To Me t-shirt. Hey, this is Jim Brewer, and thanks for listening to the Talk To Me podcast. Not you, talk to me. (laughs) Alright guys, it's now time for some shoutouts for sharing, and that's shoutouts for sharing the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. So when you see this show up on your Facebook timeline, your Twitter feed, make sure to hit that share button and hit that retweet button and you will get a future shoutout on a upcoming episode of the Talk To Me podcast. We've got to double up this uh, this week, so we've got the Metal Church and the American Standards episode. And so these shoutouts are to these fine folks, Rico Kohler, Donnie Greenwell, Eric Hall, and the Shoot the Shred podcast. Daily Rock Reports, Andy Hot and Zero King, Todd Lindley, American Standards Street Team, American Standards, Brandon Killam, Casey Sweet, Joel Baggett, Steak and Titties, and the Pittsburgh Nerd Pod. So if you want a shout out on an upcoming episode of the Talk To Me podcast, make sure to share and retweet the podcast and you will get your proper shout out on an upcoming episode. And on to our guest of honor, Madam Mayhem, and her bandmates, Billy, Percy, and Goji. Such a great time chatting with those guys tonight. My first foray into live podcasting. We did this at the uh, Diamonds Pub and Billiards. We uh, caught up with them before the show, and it was a lot of fun to talk to them. Uh, a little bit of background noise in this one. Maybe next time we should maybe uh, do it a little bit uh, quieter location, but it was a great chat. I hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode. And Billy Gray being one of the uh, greatest people I know in music for his time in Fozzie, for his time when he played with me in Primer 55, and uh, all the times that I've got to see him over the years even back to 20 years ago when we met each other in our struggling local bands in the late 90s. So it's nice to see him out and still continuing to tour. And, you know, they put on a great show tonight. Madam Mayhem opened up for Mushroom Head at uh, Diamond's 
Billiards here in Louisville, Kentucky. Nice little Monday night show. Nice nice turnout for Monday night. I, I'm sure they can't complain. And uh, hopefully you guys will check out all that she is doing, Madam Mayhem. She ends up being a great person. Had a lot of fun talking to her on this episode of the podcast. It's a late night for me, and I want to get this episode out for you guys. So I'm not going to waste too much of your time. So I'm going to play you some Madam Mayhem now. This song is called Monster. We're going to do the interview, and then I will talk to you guys momentarily.
I saw you guys are out on the Mushroom Head Tour. How's that going for you guys? It's going great. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, we're playing a whole lot of back-to-back shows, which is awesome. Just playing in a different city every night, and uh, we're, we're, we're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Makes, makes for great, great practice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back-to-back-to-back. Back-to-back-to-back. Good, good second-nature skills. That's awesome how the crowd's, like, you know, crowd's doing well. Yeah, the, the crowds are digging us, and a lot of people are coming up to saying, hey, we didn't know you before, but we love you now, and that's always the best response you want to get, you know, because that's the reason you do it, you know, to reach fans that have similar taste in music, and, and you want to be able to reach people, so it's been great. That's awesome. So how's the new album coming, coming along? I mean, I've been listening to it all day today. Today. So, I mean, it sounds great. So, oh, thank you. So, you know, just uh, how's everything going with that? Yeah, great. Um, the album seems to be going well. People are loving it, so I love it. And, of course, we have the great, great, great group of musicians <laughs> on there. Uh, a lot of cool guest artists. Billy Sheehan produced the record and co-wrote almost all the songs with me. Uh, I also co-wrote some songs with Corey Lowry, who actually helped put together this touring band. So, I'm very thank thankful you, for that. Lowry. Yes. Nice. Local. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I got these two, uh, Mr. Gobi over here and billy from him and that's awesome and uh they're they're killing it on stage i mean you have bumblefoot on this record yeah. and you have russ Parrish, also known as satchel on this record so nice. you know being able to find guys that are just as pro and just as amazing oh yeah like freaking nail it with their own style on it that's what i always love and they're they're bringing it 100 percent. and then of course on drums you have ray lugier on the record so oh. that's always fun that's fine so how did you get involved in this billy well, Corey Lowry hooked me up with it. Uh, he gave me a call one day. I had uh, been out from Fozzie for a while and considered going with going and doing some shows with another band, which after doing a couple rehearsals with them, it didn't work out. And <laughs> lo and behold, the phone rings. It was Mr. Corey Lowry, and he says, Hey, man, you want to go on a tour on a bus and <laughs> freaking play some kick-ass shows? And I was like, Hell yeah. yeah. And, Sign uh, me up. Hooked me up with Madam Mayhem here and Gogi, and we got Ryan Bennett on drums yeah. from I Empire. Yep. We got Percy Trayanoff from uh, what, what Dirty, Dirty Pearls, Pearls. Dirty yeah. Pearls in New York City. So we have a great lineup. Oh, yeah. It's been so much fun. I should have asked you this before. I, you look really familiar, and I can't place you. Where would I know you from? So uh, this whole thing came about for me as far as I went to NAMM this past year, and I was hanging out with Corey Lowry. Who the entire world knows about. Right. Yes. And we ended up meeting up with Mayhem, and a month later I got the phone call. Corey called me and said, hey, do you want to do this tour? Well, Corey actually produced uh, my... I had a band previous to my previous band. Uh, it was a band called Dear Enemy. Okay. And Corey produced that band, and we toured around a lot, and we went out with Seven Dust and Taproot and a bunch of stuff like that. And uh, and then my next band after that was actually the singer of that band was Corey's younger brother, Dustin. Oh, nice. Was yeah, that the whole Lowry family is just yeah, full of they're talent. They're so talented, <laughs> and they're so I, awesome, at some point too. I made it my mission to just stay within the Lowry clan right? so I could get as much musical knowledge as I possibly could steal from them. Yeah. How many brothers are there? There's like four brothers, There's right? Three. There's three. Three, three, three and they're all Dustin, just, yeah, yeah, they're just all ridiculously yeah. talented. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um,. Kind of, how many more dates on this tour you guys got? We're playing fourteen count tonight. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Our last show is May 29th and we're going straight through, so it's awesome. Yeah. What do you guys do after this? We are working on some future dates, so hopefully before the end of this tour, we'll be able to announce <laughs> right. the next round Keep of going stuff. To the next Absolutely. One. All right. So. I've had the only female guest I've had on the show is uh, Alexis Brown from Straight Line Stitch. She came on a while back, cool. and kind of the question I had for her was something along the lines of, you know, what is it like to be kind of an, a woman in in metal when uh-huh. it's like, you know, 
us dudes can get up on stage looking like slobs, but I mean, like, you, you walk on stage like <laughs> right. with with an eyelash out of place and the internet blows up. So right. I mean, like, how's that? How do you take that? I mean, luckily I love my eyeliner, so I just put a whole <laughs> lot of it on, and it tends to cover up any lack of sleep that's there, and it's good. But I mean, uh, I'm not noticing it. I mean, the guys that I'm traveling with, these guys, they've yeah. been awesome, so I'm really comfortable. And then when you're on stage, you just kind of heighten it a little bit and put something extra, you know, <laughs> showy on and put a little extra makeup on and call it a day. But uh, you still rock out just as hard. And, yeah, it just maybe takes an extra 15 minutes, but that's about it. How are the uh, are they still pretty stereotypical with the, uh, you know, yelling at you from the crowd? Any, any uh, a little vulgarities? Bit. Well, a little bit, but not too bad. You know, I, I look a, a little intimidating with these spikes all over me, and it's usually a lot more. So if anyone dares <laughs> right. to be a little out of line, they know they're going to get something, and it's not good. Cut. Right. Nah, but, uh, no, it's not that you. bad. I'm, I learned to ignore it. it. For me, it's always if you're a girl or a guy, it doesn't matter. As long as you can play and as long as you sound good, that's all that matters. Yeah, so I, I got to tell you, man, yeah. like, you know, I only just recently met her at NAMM this past February and got the call to do the tour and it's not until you get on the road with her that you really like gain an, an enormous respect for how much work she does on oh, a thanks. regular basis. Like <laughs> every right. single day she is hustling everything she's got into this. And, I'm a hustler. So regardless of what people have to say at the shows, we get up there and we do what we do and she, she gives it everything she's got every night. And it, I mean, thanks. and that's only a very small part of what she does during the day to, yeah. just, to just keep this train rolling and, this thing rolling and yeah. to take care of her band and make sure the crew and everybody's taken care of and still like pull off what she pulls off. Like it's, Oh, She's a slammer. Yeah. Well, it, hel- it helps that I got dudes like this on the road with me. You right. know, like they're they're freaking A class musicians for you know that have been doing this and are killing it in life, and this is yeah. their thing. And the fact that they're still so cool with me, you know, it, it makes all the difference in the world. So I got lucky with this crew. Speaking of A class musicians, I mean, I know that. I don't know. I, don't, I think it was pre-podcast. You're kind of talking about who's on the record. Yeah. Kind of break down who's on the record. Uh, Billy Sheehan. Who wrote and produced the songs with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Lowry uh, co-wrote three of the songs with me as well. And then you got Ray Lugier on drums, Bumblefoot playing a whole lot of awesome guitar solos, and Russ Parrish as well. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then every time I see like photos of you, like every time I see a lineup of the Maddo Mayhem band, I mean, it's always someone like like I said earlier, like Virus from Dope, yep. like yeah. people like that. There's always this, like you have such a core of like you know world class musicians coming out with you. You know. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. I mean, um, you know, everyone knows everybody in this yeah. industry, and. Um, I guess I'm not a pain in the ass, so people keep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I and mean, if you are, you've got spikes to just. And if I am, then they just whip me right back into shape, and we keep going. You know, it's pretty easy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My my uh, touring history with Billy is, you know, we played together in '07, and it was so funny because you know they picked me up in Atlanta. I, I'd taken a like a Greyhound to Atlanta. They picked me up. We went to Florida for rehearsals, and I hadn't I didn't know him from Adam. And well, I, I'm sorry, I met you years and years and years ago. Yeah, but still. But uh, you know, we got out the get to practice, and like first five notes, I was like, oh my god, like oh, this guy's fucking amazing. Wait like, until you see him play these solos. Oh yeah. Oh my, and the way his stage, like I always, I'm just watching on stage, <laughs> and this is I'm always like. <laughs> I'm like, oh right, I gotta move. I got. Right. I'm just literally staring at yeah. these guitar solos on stage because Billy's killing it. Are you Billy's nailing the solos? And, oh no, like beyond. Like I can't wait for you to see it. That's nice. It's badass. So, so you grew up in Charlotte. Yep. And with Rich Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you guys like? I don't think I asked you this when you were on the podcast a long time ago, but were you guys like guitar like rivals? 
No, not necessarily. Like cross town. <laughs> uh, we, we just knew of each other yeah. via this one friend. So we knew about each other and would see each other, but I would never say rivals. Yeah. You know, and then when Stuck Mojo came out and I had a band called Method 51, I was very into them and yeah. didn't even remember that Rich was from Charlotte and all that, you know, and that I didn't catch on to that till later on. During our friendship, yeah. so, <laughs> I was honestly. just envisioning like this, like cross town, like ah, you, you know, really keep become rivals until you start playing. <laughs> right, there you go. Like stage, right stage, left stage, yeah. right stage, left. <laughs> Get away from my stage. Oh, that's so much fun. <laughs> so, of all the bands you, you like toured with so far, what's been your favorite? Some of your favorite shows you played. Oh, I don't know. I, I just love playing, so yeah. honestly, every time I get up there, it's, it's a new experience. Each show has been totally different, so um, I just love playing live, to be honest. All honesty, I, I couldn't pick one just because if I have the opportunity to play, that's when I'm the happiest. If I'm not on stage and I'm not performing, I am a terror. You right. do not want to be with me, so <laughs> as long as I'm playing, I'm happy. Right. I, I didn't necessarily want to go with, like, what are your influences, but I mean, what are, like, some of the stuff that got you into metal as a kid? Well, my mom got sick of playing all the baby tapes and stuff when I was a kid growing up, and she was actually into the grunge type of music at the time, so I actually started that way, Yeah. and then as I got older... I just had got into heavier and heavier and heavier music until it turned into this. And that's, you know, my whole life I knew I wanted to perform and I knew I wanted to write music and be in a band and sing. And it just made sense that I would do it in the genre that I love listening to. And what does mom think about all this? You know what? My parents are actually really supportive of it. They think I'm nuts. Yeah, my dad came to a show the other night. I think he's he thinks I'm nuts. You know, <laughs> they definitely are like, "Why would you choose to do this to yourself?" But uh, they get it and they're supportive. So uh, I'm really fortunate for that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, same question, Billy. What kind of got you into metal? What got me into metal was, uh, you know, I got into Kiss because of the makeup and the show. Absolutely. But then, you know, and I got into their songs too, but then when I heard Eruption by Eddie Van Halen and Ain't Talking About Love, I was like, well, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Same. Man, I like I grew up in like small town South Carolina before we even had cable or anything, so all you had was the radio, so it was like hair metal stuff at the time. Yeah. And then uh, so like my favorite grant favorite band as a kid was Skid Row. Oh yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Skid Row. Yeah. First concert was at the Township Auditorium in Columbia, South Carolina, and Pantera opened up. Nice. And then I seen that everything changed after that. When yep. I saw Don play for the first time, that was Dallas. That's what oh, everything got him. So jealous. You know, it's funny, I was thinking about this on the way down here. The last time I was at this club, Damage Plan played here, and this is the last time I really? saw Dime. Oh, yeah. you're in this bit. Yeah, it used no to be called way. Jillian's. Oh, that's yeah. what he said. But yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, it was uh, it's the last time oh. I saw Dime was he was outside the the buses out here talking to all the fans, signing all the autographs. Yeah, I mean it's a heartbreaker because we're so. coming up on the Alrosa coming up soon. Oh yeah, we're about to play it, and it's every time you play there, it's just like oh god. Like, yeah, that's a big thing too. With uh, you know. Because uh, Hell Yeah is playing Rock on the Range this year, so he had a first time back yeah in back back in Columbus after all these years. It's got to be such a such a rough time. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is the first see. time playing because he wouldn't play it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's with good reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This is Percy Tran, officer, our bass player. We just got our bass player <laughs> yeah. crashing the party. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man. So, what are your favorite songs to play live? Oh. I mean, I just love it, reliving the songs that I've written. They're just a lot of fun. But um, I would have to say Monster, which is the single off the new record, because I get to, like, 
be really theatrical with it, and I do this thing that some media people have called the sexy robot, which I don't know why they call it that, but I basically, like, I get to embody the transformation, and um, I get to really just rock out with that one, so... uh, I guess we'll say that. Say monster. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Monster. Yeah. Monster. Yeah, it's a cool music video too, so check it out if you haven't. So Percy's joined the party. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just kind of go over some of the questions. I mean, like, kind of what's some of the early stuff that kind of got you into metal? Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. Um, well, my first rock experience was Queen. Nice. To say. And then progressively got harder and harder. Um, you know. Kiss and then discovered Judas Priest. But overall, I I listen to a lot of different types of music, so it's not just metal and uh, that type of stuff, but literally pre classical music to to Meshuga. He's a trained classical musician. Yeah, yeah. Like awesome. (laughs) Chopin style. So uh, badass. I mean, I can enjoy just about any type of music, um, depending on my If it's good. Yeah, if it's good. As long as it's good. As long as as there is some sort of, like, musical value I can appreciate, whether it's my style of music or not, I can see the musical dignity, I would say. (laughs) Percy's probably the most musical of all of us as far as, like... Trains. Hey, what am I chopping? He's trained too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, he's, yeah. He's like Chopin, and I'm like oh, yeah. Wang Chung. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I also went to school for that stuff too. Oh, yeah. Damn. Music school nerds over here. I'm, I'm lucky to get by with some like some tablatures. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Why not? But that was actually like one of the worst things growing up in like in the early '90s. With playing music, was all the guitar books were out, and I was like, "Well, I don't really need to learn notes because I can just read tab." And you know, yeah, and they, they that's kinda, the guitar it, method these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really is. is. And yeah. brace yourself whenever it's wrong. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's probably yeah. always wrong. Especially online. Then use your ear. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's the one thing too. Like a lot of kids growing up now is they have YouTube. And uh, YouTube will actually just show you how to play the song. Oh like, yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine like trying to learning learning now. You know, having so many tools at my yeah, at my disposal. Dude. It's funny when you go to these different cities and you see all these music stores and they all still have those like. Books, right? I still, I still get them. I still love those things. Like we were in one the other Even day, I could totally look it up. And, like, and if like the cover was half been, like, <laughs> that thing's been here a minute. Like, yeah, on a no. clearance rack. <laughs> so, what cities have you guys been through lately? Like in the last few days? Uh, where have we uh, been? Where, been? where, where was going? I yesterday? I asked that question this morning. I was like, where were yesterday we? Yesterday was uh, South, Carolina. South Carolina. There we go. And the crowd was awesome. The venue, you know, it's a historical venue. Let's oh just yeah. Yeah, it was very historical. And then but the we, crowd was kicking. Yeah. We got to play um, the Masquerade, which I had never yes. played before, but these guys yeah, all had. So for then it was like a homecoming, and for me, it was still a clo- new is time. it still closing down? Yeah, yeah but they're gonna make it. They're supposedly gonna have a new one. That's I cool. hope so. They have new location, but no. on the DL, you know, the I'm, glad the DL. The DL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we you got to play it. I'm glad we got to play it. Um, you know, before it went down. Like now I'm yeah. also in on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, that's a that's a great venue, a great classic venue. One of these. When are they supposed to close that location down? I hadn't heard an exact date. A friend of mine told me within the next six, seven months or so, and actually they're having a, like a festival thing going on called Wrecking Ball. Okay. 
which I was, you know, putting two and two together. I had some. Oh yeah, got right it. Now, it's in a condition of like oversized kid lodge, you know. Right. right. Yeah. So this wooden structure. Right? I mean, you've, you've been there. Yeah. Like, you know, with the, well, I was always like, such, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. very it's cool. cool yeah. It's cool though. It's cool. Sketchy part of town, but still very cool. It's not sketchy It's not always super really fancy. Badass, man. <laughs> super it's the fancy. One building in the area that's like there's termites holding hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the only one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. And uh, so, of uh, touring bands and stuff that you played with, what are some of the latest ones you played with? Uh, we actually just a couple months ago finished uh, opening up for Doro. She did oh, a right. quick tour here, and uh, Percy was with me on that one, and, and it was a lot of fun. We did a bus share, so you know we all got to know each other really quick, <laughs> really well. <laughs> the, the, both bands and crew and everything, and it was actually a lot of fun. I wish it was longer, but it, it was awesome. Speaking of buses, Billy, with your you know bus accident overseas, you yep. know, are, are you? Do you have any kind of like, uh, you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome with with that, or not are you, really? Are you still kind of I'm trusting cool with, with it. everything? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still good with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, that was a quite an crazy experience. Yeah, yeah. And especially you know since then you know you got like the ghost inside with their horrific yeah. accident and so many you know, just vans. Now Seems I'm like, not getting back on the bus. Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna walk next to it. <laughs> She's gonna walk to the next door. No, yeah. we're uh, we've been fortunate. Our driver's good. So he's real smooth driving. And yeah. hey, knock on wood, you know. Yeah. Get through this and go on to the next one. So what? Yes. So how, how many uh, people are in the Mushroom Head crew? Is this a, is this a traveling circus? Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got two um, water drummers, guitar player, bass. Two vocalists, keyboard sampler, drummer. So there's crew. quite a few there. And then crew. Yeah, so there's three or four crew. I, seen, no, I, seen, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know. The moral of the story is we've been on this tour for, what, three weeks? Yeah. We still don't know. <laughs> so I know. that answers your question. Maybe one or two of Yeah, some things seem to be kept secreted. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is really cool. It adds to the mystery. We just randomly met a member last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I met him. You guys, they're like, which one's that? I was like, God. <laughs> they, they're not really secret. They're not like you know '70s Kiss, what their identities are. They're, they're or are they are they still kind of. I think few of them are. Yeah. Some are, uh, some aren't. Few of them are, but others are. It's been cool it's a though. Interesting for, thing, yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's cool to they're watch. Nice dudes too. I like um, yeah, then they've been they've been super yeah. awesome to us. So I'm mm-hmm. super appreciative for that. Yeah. You know. Uh, we started out as direct support on this run, and now we are also being joined by some awesome other bands too. So, and we're all getting along great. And yeah. I don't know, it's just it's just it's just, just a lot of fun. Whether it's the crew or the band, uh, we're all just one big mash of mayhem, I guess you can say. Oh, so yeah, there you go. Hashtag month of mayhem. <laughs> what uh, what bands were you in previous to this? Uh, kind of went over that I'm, with everyone else. So. Well, currently, I'm also in a band out of New York called Dirty Pearls. Okay. Oh, that's right. And, um, yeah, uh, previously, I played with Ace of Slate for uh, okay. six years for Dope and Murder Dogs, etc., etc. And uh, also, I've had um, a different style type of band, uh, more of an industrial style called Silent. <laughs> and I also do a lot of parallel work. Nice. So, how did how did you become classically trained? I mean, what was the uh, you know uh, as a kid? Well, what did you? How did you get into that? It's, it's my parents. Both of my parents are for uh, classical musicians. Uh, my mom still plays for the Seattle Festival Orchestra, uh, and I really had no other path. Um, I 
Like, okay, you're gonna pay for that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so at about the age of 15 or 16, uh, I picked up the guitar. No, actually, it was even earlier. I picked up the guitar and for my, you know, for my first band, and uh, we were gonna have our first show. The bass player ended up quitting. There you uh, go. Two days prior to the show. And bass I was players. also the singer back then. So, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I know this, you know, idiots, you know, bass parts, you know, <laughs> I can pull it off. So I end up staying playing bass. Nice. The best is when he says mean things like that. It sounds so nice because he has such a great accent. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. These guys are fun. Are <laughs> yeah, I, I love this band and then the crew that we have. Uh, it's a great team, so yeah, I, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't have been luckier with this with this group, especially with the the tour schedule as it is, back to back to back to back. Yeah, so. this is this is really hectic tour schedule, and uh, we're just uh, very pleased that we're getting all these. We all still love each other. And, yeah, because you know you're in a bus, you have nowhere to go unless you want to run after the bus. I might so, do that now. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, cool. But yeah, no, yeah, right. no, these guys, these yeah, guys exactly. are awesome. But I can't wait for you to check out the show because when you see these guys in action, you see what we can do. I think you'll be uh, pretty happy. Yeah, I've been watching some videos lately, kind of, kind of catching up. Obviously, you know, I could, uh, greatest man on the planet. Like this is he's like, awesome, and like, by he, I mean Billy. For <laughs> Billy Gray can't see where I'm directing my attention. Right. Yes. So, awesome. what's up with Cyberstar? Where are you guys at with that? I'm uh, about to release a new lyric video. Okay. Uh, it's called Never Die. It's like a lyric tribute video. So you'll see that when it comes out. It should be maybe, hopefully, the end of this week. Uh, and just writing some tunes to release an EP. What about the rest of the guys? And Fozzie, obviously, you know, Rich and uh, Richard yeah. Frank, but now the new Stuck Mojo. The Mojo. Yeah, they're going to be doing some touring, and, and uh, they're releasing lyric videos. They've got three of them out now, yeah. and they're really good. So. Yeah, they are really good. Yeah. I like that. The kid Robbie J, man, he's uh, he's stepping into, you know, uh, stepping hey. in Bones' place very well. I like him. He's, yeah. he's really good. Have you met him? Have you yeah. actually met him? Is he a I good kid? I met him um, when we played Heavy Montreal last okay. last. Uh, last summer and uh yeah he's a real nice kid and very talented so just the uh, obvious like you know with jericho yes like how is it just like flipping on wrestlemania and you're like oh there's my singer like is it is it still <laughs> odd to you like i mean it's odd to me and i'm not even in the band so well, it's like honestly i don't really watch wrestling right. so i don't do that but i'll see him in a movie and go ah oh, or i'll turn on a tv show and he'll be hosting and I'm, it's, it's freaking pretty awesome to see him up there doing this thing <laughs> that happened he's on a the great bus. host yeah yeah we yeah did. i was like i was like wait isn't that and you're like yup <laughs> you're watching mcgoober now yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. so yeah he's he's an awesome dude yeah, that's fun. He's a fun podcast too. He's a, yeah. yeah, it's fun to listen to his podcast every week too. So, yeah, my my one uh, when I came to see Fozzie, a couple I got, years ago, I, yeah, four it was years ago. Of, yeah, yeah. has it been that long? Jesus yeah, Christ, twenty twelve. So we were sitting. <laughs> I go I go back and I'm talking to Frank and, and Billy and and I guess I'm the only non Fozzie member back there. And all of a sudden, band meeting breaks out. And uh, they're sitting there talking and talking. And all of a sudden, that Chris looks at me and he's like, "Can you give us a minute, bro?" And his arms like, you know, like. <laughs> And I was like, I looked around, I'm like, oh shit, I'm like the only non fozzy member in here. I was like, I guess I better leave now. So yeah, it's a, that was my one and only uh, Chris Jericho uh, I actually Chris got Jericho to story. meet him uh, in January, right before Nam. I was doing the 
the Ultimate Jam that they do over there that um, Chuck Wright uh, put together. Okay. And it's always a lot of fun. And I did it with Billy Sheehan and all and that whole crew. And he was actually there that night, so I got to meet him in January. He's a super cool dude. And then now I'm playing with this super cool dude. So that's how that happens. Right, right. So how's working with Billy Sheehan? Like, I just amazing. As a as a bass player, and I'm sure you can atone to it too. Billy Sheehan oh, is playing is freaking crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely insane. It's it's crazy when you write an album and like the very very intricate parts are the bass lines yeah. and you're like wait a minute <laughs> but yeah he's awesome and he's a super cool person too I mean he's been a mentor of mine for years so the fact that we were able to do this record together is just awesome how did you come across Billy? we met through actually I had a previous producer and uh, they were doing a charity jam situation out in LA when I was working on my first record and got to meet him and work with him and collaborate with him then and he liked my voice and uh, he kind of just took me under his wing from there and we started working together it was it was a pretty cool experience and um you know he's like a big bro to me so i <laughs> i love him to death and uh, i think we're both really proud of this new record which is out now so if you haven't checked it out yet do it right right do did it. you put what, and what label is that on is it on label uh, it's, it's out, out it's out through red right now okay. so yeah you can check it out everywhere itunes spotify yeah, it's all, all that stuff. fun all stuff in the North social America. media yeah. outlets check out madam mayhem yep <laughs> Nice. Maybe let's say that. <laughs> make sure, make sure you all plug of them. it. All of them. So, yeah. how often have you like, uh, like played it? Just picked up in other bands in a situation like this, where kind of hired gun situation. You know, have you have you done that often in, in your career? Or is this something new? I wouldn't say often. Honestly, man, like I, you know, after my last band broke up, I was kind of. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like work on my own stuff and just just kind of take a break from people. And and then I got the invite from uh, from Westone, um, my inner endorser, and said, "Hey, do you want to come out to Man?" And it's just, it really was just like in a span of. A, I've done a, I've done it a couple of other times in previous years, but it was really just like I went out to Man. I was hanging out. I met her. I was hanging with Corey. And a month later, I got this phone call. And like looking back on it now, I'm just. I was sitting in the tour bus the other day, and I'm just like, how did I get here? How did this what happen? happened? I just got off the phone with my wife, and I'm like, what just happened? Like, how did I get here? Yeah. So, uh, it's, been, it's been a blast, man. The, the crew and the band, everybody's been super cool. Like, I hadn't been out in a little bit, and just, just to come back out this way, like, I couldn't have asked for a better tour to be on. I really oh, couldn't have. Like, everybody's so cool. The music is banging, like, everybody's working together great, there's no divas, you know, on the whole thing, like, everybody's just chill. Except for, except for what? Except, except for, you. for one dude. Except for, not, except for I'm not going to say it. Not in the band, not in the crew, so yep, it doesn't exactly. matter. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's all you got to know. Oh, Lord. Yep. So where did you grow up? Uh, New York. I was born in New York City and then grew up around there a little bit. Now I'm currently living right outside the city, so it's technically Jersey, but it's still five minutes away, so we're not all we're not too far away. But yeah, nice Jersey girl now. No, don't New Yorker for life. Right? New Yorker for life. come across with those. If I can still, wow. if I can still see the city like right there, and it all it takes me like five minutes to get there, I'm still in New York. In my mind, so that's all that matters. Well, I get you. I mean, technically, yeah. I live in Indiana, but I always say Louisville because it's right across the it's river. Right there. So, yeah. <laughs> it's right like, You know what? I got you. I understand yeah, that yeah. situation. Absolutely. So, so when it when it comes to putting a band together, I mean, what are you looking for? Well, most importantly is, of course, being able to play the music, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> talented guys, and I, I always tend to work with uh, guys on the record that are 
from bands that are really not- notable and they can't usually come out with me so it's got to be guys that can pull off you know what we do and how we write music and, and I got lucky with these guys and they're pulling it off and then some so it's it's been great so yeah for, of course first and foremost is making sure that, th- that they can play and then making sure we can click and connect and then go from there nice yep what's like the greatest live show you've ever seen best concert you ever went to it's hard dude <laughs> huh. Ha ha ha. Well, I did just see Judas Priest uh, about a year or so ago, and that was awesome because that was my first time I've ever seen him. Okay. And uh, it was a long time coming, and he was killing it, you know? <laughs> and that was only two years ago, and the fact that he is nailing it, nailing all the notes, putting on a crazy show, like, that was just inspirational for me. I'm like, I'm going to do this until I literally die on stage. That's what I want to do. So he's, and I told my dad, I'm like, He's doing what he's your age and he's doing that. Right. Can you imagine? And he's just like, oh, wow. So it's just incredible. So I, for me, I guess it would be that for the most recent recent show. Cool. Same yeah. question. It's tough, man. There's There's been so many. I honestly have to say, I listen to a bunch of different kinds of music and honestly, probably the most recent best concert experience I had and it was because I got to hang out with him for five minutes was Paul What's what? Paul yep. Oh, oh, that's wow. awesome. Uh, that one was it just... When you think of all the bands that were influenced, metal or not, you know, like pop rock, metal, yeah. anything that were influenced by the Beatles and Paul McCartney and everything, and then to be there and like... Just to be able to shake his hand and say thank you, and then go see him do what he does, <laughs> yep. and how perfect it is, the across the board, oh, yeah. and the amazing yeah, positions awesome. that he plays with. I was, uh, was a pretty genuine person in person, though. Unbelievable. Person. Unbelievable. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah he does a lot of crazy stuff. Nice yeah. just, just, it's intimidating. It really is. It's intimidating. It's just like... <laughs> Mr. McCartney. Thank you. All right, I'll move along. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. What do you think? Best show you've ever seen? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. They're top three for me. All right, top three. Like, yeah. Many uh, shows. Uh, hands down. Uh, Prince. Prince. And, oh, uh, yeah. Prince is Yeah. Up. And probably the first time I saw Kiss. Oh, nice. That, that, that just like every single show is so different from one another. But and it's just literally took your breath away see that's why it's a tough one too because yeah. Prince is another one of mine yeah. Yeah. and more stay in the time opened up that show <laughs> oh wow yeah, so. <laughs> oh we oh we yeah, yeah right <laughs> alright Billy uh, you don't have to say it I'll say it for you Priority five. Clint, <laughs> I love saying Clint, that. Clinton, Iowa. <laughs> that was one of them. In front of like four people. <laughs> no, go ahead. But um, for uh, influential back in the day concerts was Van Halen. Okay. Oh, yeah. that, that changed my life. And then like for modern concerts, one that I got to sit at the soundboard and really watch and it was freaking awesome was the uh, Avenged Sevenfold Nightmare Tour. Oh, nice. It was kick ass. And I got to say that was like Nice. The musicianship, the production, the songs, I mean, everything cool. So, yeah. And Muse as well. Love them. Oh, so they're Muse, awesome. Muse. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I was going down a Muse rabbit hole the other day. Yeah, I love all It's, it's never in yeah. Those three for me. Yeah. What do you think What do you think about the, the latest single off the latest Muse album? It's very Van Halen-y. Yeah. Yeah, it's like very... Yeah. You know, I, dude, I, don't, I like that it. That dude's I a fucking... He's I, no I, boundaries. Everybody comes from somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny. I was actually talking about him, and I, I'm terrible with names, so I don't even know his name. Mm. But the, the guitar player from the from Muse is probably one of the most underrated guitar players out there. He's so good. Yeah, he's one, he's a new influence. Yeah, for sure. Especially yeah, the iPad. Yeah, the iPad. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. 
Wow. He, I used a chaos pad on the Cyberstar EP because oh, nice. just from watching yeah. him doing it, you know. Oh, so that's, yeah. awesome. that's so cool. Bass player wise, what are your what are your Mount Rushmore bass players? Oof. Uh, Rudy Sarzo. Uh, he's, I love uh, Rudy. The, the most amazing <laughs> rock bass player. Um, period. This and is like this is your bread and butter rock solid rock bass player. Um, huge fan of Takeuchi, Jazz Bass Player, Jazz Stories, of course. Taco. And, Did you see the documentary yet? Yes, it's funny because right in front of me, we sit in Victor Rubens. Oh, wow. Uh, Jesus, uh, nice. We got into like ridiculous conversation with uh, Rob Trujillo yeah. after, uh, after the movie because it was only one time show in New York. So, <laughs> I, I swear, like, all the New York bass players were in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> so the Q&A turned into from 15 minutes to an hour and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's funny because at the very same time, Victor Wooden was behind me waiting for coffee. And I'm like, how do you like the movie? And then we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so those uh, four bass players... Top ranked. Awesome. Well, Bill Sheen as well. Right. <laughs> Good <laughs> answer. But yeah, Rudy, Rudy's also an amazing human. Rudy yeah. Sarzo is like yeah. the coolest guy ever, and he's always so supportive too. So, and Billy, yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I guess it doesn't. Have, the fact that there's such huge living legends right now does. I mean, they're still the nicest guys. Yeah. So, thank goodness for that. Right. I think even doing like you know meeting my favorite musicians over the years, and then even doing the podcast for the last almost a year now, it's like. The, the bigger the star, the nicer, yep. mo- most genuine the person is. Yeah. And it's like the, the people that I have the most issues with always end up being like the guy on the no-name label. But like when it comes well, to like yeah. the biggest people on the podcast, they're like, yeah, I'll call to your podcast, call you right up, no problem, no issues, no nothing. You know, it's, it's pretty right. insane. It's pretty insane. And that just proves that, you know, they're, they're there for a reason. They're, they've made it that far yeah. for a reason. It's not, you know. Not, it's not just it's not, talent, but also you got to be able to know. You can't be mean. Right, you gotta be nice Don't to everybody. Don't be mean. <laughs> so, with the fans and stuff, how are you uh, interacting? You got the merch booth. You go oh, yeah, those, yeah. You so, know, shake hands, kiss babies all day. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm kissing babies per se, but there's <laughs> definitely people who are asking for something. But, uh, yeah, I love interacting with fans on stage. We all do it. It's great. And then um, uh, we make sure to come out at the merch booth. I'm usually holding down the fort for most of it. And then these guys come out, keep me company, sign stuff, talk to the fans. Because I also love hearing the feedback, you know, and talking music, whether it's about the music they just heard from me or, or other bands or other music. I actually really enjoy that. So I always make sure to be there the whole, the whole thing. Very interesting talking about oh right like, yeah it's yeah like it's fun it's a lot of yeah fun. that's always the you know the best part of a, a the show is getting off stage walking talking yeah and, you know meeting the people I the go fans straight all off the- straight <laughs> off the stage and i literally run these guys well, are I mean, loading up the, the bus and i'm like right to the merch you got the double whammy you know you're a girl and you're the singer so you're not carrying a piece of equipment right <laughs> that's, I, I used to be back in the back in the day back in the day well, not so back in the day but i used to be my own roadie i mean i'm the one who holds the drum kit in, in the story yeah, so yeah, yeah, until yeah. these guys show up i am 
So throughout the past lineups, can you kind of give a quick like rundown of like you know uh, people that have been in the band? I know because obviously, like I said earlier, like every time I see a lineup, it's always like just you know immaculate musician after immaculate musician. Oh so. yeah, there's been so many uh, great guys that have been willing to you know whenever they have a break from their bands to yeah. come play with us and and you know actually one of my first musical directors was uh, Matty Amendola who has his own record label now and he's awesome and. Uh, amazing drummer as well and you know you just have so many people like I don't even know where to go like I'll just I mean the guys that I just played with from Dora were awesome uh, really fun guys and, and honestly I'm loving the, the, the group I have out with now they're they're awesome and if I can I'd love to keep them around for a little while I don't hate them either so uh, yeah so yeah no I mean you know can't say it enough. I mean, knowing Billy, and if he, you know, puts his stamp of approval out there, I, I, I will go along with anything he says on that right? one. So, so I know that that's one thing, uh, you know, kind of going for it. Um, let's just kind of start wrapping it up, but a yeah. few more, a few more questions for yeah. you. Favorite Pantera song of all time? Oh, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> maybe, se- maybe Cemetery Gates. Maybe Cemetery Gates. All right. I maybe. I don't know. There, there's just too many. I can't. I can't do it. Why'd you do that? I don't know. I just. <gasps> Because we were talking Dimebag earlier. I don't know. I don't know if it's my favorite song, but in people battle me on this all the time. My favorite Dimebag solo is Fucking Eyes and Sunken Cheeks. Nice. Just because it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like it rips me to pieces nice. when he plays that. To make a favorite Pantera song. Yeah, it's hard. Probably Broken. Okay. Uh, he has an amazing groove. And yeah. It's, I mean, for back in its time, you know, it was, my goodness, this is so heavy. Yeah. You know? And Absolutely. then you hear Meshuga. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, well, Pantera's like a gateway to Meshuga. You know, you kind of got to keep, kind of got to keep going up. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it would be the greatest power ballad of all time, This Love. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, song rules the dynamics. <laughs> the dynamics and the heaviness are on point. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. The, and the, the last time I saw was Damage Plan was here. They, they, the last two songs they played were uh, A New Level, Into Walk. And that was their. That was Walk their is own. awesome too. That, that one always point. pumps me up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, for the longest time, as, as a Pantera fan, I actually Walk was one of my least favorite songs just because I was so tired of everyone. Because everyone knows that. song. But then, like, I then like one day I kind of listened to it again. I'm like, yeah, this is actually a really fucking yeah. good song. And I, I love like you know, Dime could have done anything on that solo because there's so much he could have done, but he just played like a bluesy solo. But you know, so. Good old time back. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the, uh, the uh, immediate future of the band and then kind of... Well, uh... We have a show tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. we have a show tomorrow and, and we're, we're playing every night from tonight on until May 29th. So definitely check out madammayhem.com, madam with an E at the end. Uh, check out the tour dates and if you're around, come say hi to us. We'll be out and about in the venue and we'd love to meet you. And uh, after that, we're hoping to do a whole lot more touring, a whole lot more shows and I'm always writing. So we have a lot in the arsenal to uh, release as well. So uh, there's going to be something no matter what, whether it's a live show or release or who knows what but I'm always running and always working so there'll be something immediately <laughs> something after on. there'll be something no matter what so just stay tuned Billy you what's, what's the uh, future hold for Billy Gray uh, for me you know I'm gonna finish up the Cyberstar EP that's just a little a project I want to get out and you know hey I'm open to doing some more touring with, with Mayhem yay you, know, like the the week, yay. You, know? you heard it here <laughs> yeah. there's proof so yeah you know that teaching some guitar you know gonna go home I'm gonna go do some squatching you know yeah, some squatching <laughs> yeah. do some camping some squatching man I was 
There's that dude that was on uh, on Jericho's podcast. It was a, a Sasquatch guy, yeah. and I listened to a few of his podcasts, like the, the actual Sasquatch guy. And uh, they, you know, I live out somewhat near the country. Yeah. So like from then on, I was like, you're like looking around, like I was like a bunch of hearing noises in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, there's a squatch over there. Fuzzy, <laughs> fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Recording anything, writing with Fozzie? Working on a record, yeah. Um, a producer, John Andrews, is producing it, so uh, they're talking 2017 for that. Nice. Yeah. You guys? Future? Um, well, I'm, uh, I have a few shows coming up with uh, with the Dirty Pearls, but basically whatever um, Mayhem wants to do, um, I'm there. So. Good answer! Yeah. Yeah. See, these guys are great, right? <laughs> uh, I've, I've been working on a solo project, a uh, solo record where I'm just kind of doing everything. Like that. Just kind of, honestly, like a bucket list kind of item thing where I just wanted to do everything and put my own stuff out and see what happens and just be musical. <laughs> be nice. musical. That's important. Love, love music again, um, kind of thing. And then, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going out on the road with Mayhem. <laughs> Man, of course! Yes. I think I nailed down your band for the next Thank year. Thank you. You got to come around more often just to remind these just, guys. Just sign right here. Right. Yeah. Please, while there's a witness. Actually, this was all just a, just a, she put this on. She actually just yeah. tried it. I talked to him before and was like, make sure make you sure. find out. Very cool. And so yeah. thanks for coming on, Miss Madam Mayhem. Oh, thanks for coming out and I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, uh, will do. I
never burning out. Love no, I'm never burning out. Help no, I'm never burning out. Come on. guys if you want to support the talk to me podcast make sure you are subscribed on itunes google play and stitcher and then go to all of those places give us a nice five star rating a nice review and i will read some future reviews on an upcoming podcast also if you're into supporting the podcast monetarily head on over to patreon.com slash talk to me and donate a couple of bucks throw a couple bucks into that virtual tip jar over there and that will be much appreciated this is Frank Fonteray from Stuck Mojo and Fozzy, and you're listening to the Talk To Me podcast. Alright guys, thank you guys for tuning in each and every episode to the Talk To Me podcast. This has been a fun ride and I uh, thoroughly enjoy everyone reaching out to me, be it uh, Twitter, Facebook, or just the old-fashioned email. So make sure you're hitting up facebook.com slash talk. Twitter is at talk. And if you'd like to send the show an email directly, it's talktometalk at gmail.com. Hopefully you guys all went out this last week and purchased the new Hatebreed album, The Concrete Confessional, and uh, supported our boy Frank Novinick of Hatebreed and all the other guys. I just want to say that the new Hatebreed album is so, in the words of Jamie Josta, hard. It's so good. Uh, there's so many great tracks on it, and I've just been jamming it out in the car lately, and even the wife is into it and stuff. So I want to play one more new track off of the new Hatebreed album. And this song is called Seven Enemies, and this song has to be my favorite new Hatebreed song. And this album, The Concrete Confessional, is quickly becoming one of my favorite Hatebreed albums of all time. Hatebreed has a formula to the music, a method to the madness, if you will say, and each and every album is great. You know, they don't stray too far from the original formula, which is great. I've been a fan of Hatebreed 
since the first album, since Satisfaction is the Death of Desire, and I've always loved some Hatebreed. Got to see them back in the back in the day, back in the '90s in VFW halls, and it's great to see them continuing on and still doing great stuff. So I'm gonna play you Seven Enemies now, and hopefully you guys will go out and purchase the new Hatebreed album. So until Friday with my guest Rob Rivera of Nonpoint. I am Joshua Toomey. This has been the Talk To Me podcast, and hopefully you guys have a great week. See you on Friday. Today is not the fucking day! Last in my fight with the pain! They're negative ways, giving birth to endless cries and complaints! I'm too close, just boiling with rage! I choke on this feeling of war in my throat every day! Swallowed every bitter pill, now I'm forced to chew! Hearing every vicious word, they're filthy mouths My thoughts descend into the abyss My heart is begging me to finish it Today, I wish a motherfucker would try Think of someone other than themselves one time Today, I wish a motherfucker would try To see this fucked up world through my eyes Please God, don't let me act on these words And forgive those who choose to test my last nerve I see What?